Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is a Lip Media Podcast. I created an Instagram account where I was taking a photo of my sketch and then I started following a bunch of other illustrators and sketchers and I was like, oh, like what I'm doing doesn't seem that special. And then I was like, does that matter? No. And Mm. we all know it's just like the act of doing it that brings us the most joy, but it is hard. Yeah. Hi, everybody. My name's Steph. And I'm June, and you're listening to our podcast, List Me Tinder, where we delve into bucket lists of things to do before you turn 30. And what is the bucket list item for today, Da? So the topic for today is get in touch with your creative side. And we have a very special guest with us today, but before we introduce her, I'm going to quickly read the blurb. Whether or not you consider yourself to be the creative type, Everyone has it in them to make something from scratch, and you won't know what you're capable of unless you try. Maybe you'll discover an aptitude for pottery, painting, or songwriting, or maybe you'll finally get round to starting that novel you've been thinking about writing. You won't know until you try. Beautiful. And I have the perfect guest for this episode. Her name is Grace. And I met her two years ago at one of my workplaces. Grace is one of those people where she started that week and I remember telling a few people in my immediate team like, oh my gosh, I want to be friends with this person. So I was like very keen to get to know you and just to chat and hang out. Yeah, everyone meet Grace. Hello. Hello, hello. Pleasure to be here. June, it's so funny that you mentioned that because I feel like in one of my first days at work, June happened to do like a presentation about herself in front of the whole office and I remember like watching you present your life which is like such an awkward thing to do but you obviously did an amazing (laughs) job and I was like I have to be friends with that girl oh my god that makes me so happy so you guys had mutual (laughs) understanding like magnets yeah so the reason why we wanted to chat with you Grace today is because I personally have been super inspired by not only your Instagram stories throughout the whole uh, pandemic and the last year, but also you've started this really cute little project where you sketch and draw different landscapes and people. And yeah, we just really wanted to hear your views on creativity and being a creative person in general. Yeah, no, I'm super flattered. I remember like when you reached out to me, I was like, what, me? No! I'm excited to get into it but like for me it was something that kind of just happened with everything that happened this year and like you know the word creativity and being a creative person like I've always like felt so much weight with that but yeah excited to talk about it with you guys and also hear your stories. So I have a quick question in your day-to-day life Grace are you in a creative job? Yeah, I I would say so. I work as a design strategist and um, I don't do like the pen to paper or like the digital design myself. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I, I help kind of designers like understand like what 
is most mm-hmm. meaningful or like why we're doing the work. Amazing. Well, before we get stuck into it, Grace, did you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Grace. Um, my name is also Minjin. I go by both. I'm a design strategist by trade and my job, but really like I'm just a 20 something year old human that recently moved to London, trying to navigate mm. the pandemic, feeling really lucky also and like grateful for like everything just like trying to keep my head up as everyone else is and yeah like doing sketching is one thing that I do quite consistently this year which I'm excited to talk more to you guys about how that began and how that's been really helpful for me Oh, awesome. Why don't we start, Grace, maybe give us a little bit of background. Did you think you were a creative person? Did you have lots of creativity in your life growing up? Help us kind of understand because I do feel like as children, children are just all very naturally creative. I just would like, love to like understand a bit more. I had a really lucky childhood I grew up in. I was born in Seoul, South Korea, and I lived there until I was 10. And unlike other traditional Korean parents, my parents were always very encouraging of the arts. So I remember doing music really intensively. And actually, until I was 17, all I did was music. So um, I also sang. Wait, so are you a secretly amazing singer? So I used to (laughs) sing jazz and perform. So like, I, I was actually going to go to school to study vocal jazz. But then I have no idea what happened at that point in my life. I feel like when you're 16, like no one should make like such grand decisions when you're that age. Mm -hmm. But I made a really drastic pivot to go from wanting to study voice to business. How did your parents feel about that? They always wanted me to do music and be really good at it and enjoy it. Certainly there were a little bit of pushback. Mm -hmm. My dad is like Mm -hmm. a business professor. Mm -hmm. He particularly had a hard time like wrapping his head around it. I wish I could like remember that time in my life better, but I think I somehow convinced myself that I was just going to try this thing out. And it was like a rude awakening to go from being in like music rooms all day to like a school full of future accountants and like investment bankers. But that was kind of the academic turn that I took. I still struggle with creativity as like a word because it's such a big concept. But really, I'd like to think about it as in like ever since I was little, I was always making things, expressing things, whether it's in form of music or art. You know, it was just always part of my upbringing Mm. but when I went to uni that's just really changed. One question I wanted to ask was you mentioned creativity being a really big concept. How would you describe creativity now? Oh such a hard question. (laughs) It's any act of creating something or making something that you Mm. take the rein in navigating the process so not necessarily like following the rules Mm. that kind of liberation and being able to do what you want and following your gut almost in creating that output that you just want to create i think that's creativity so it it could be in a form of music it could be in a form of work as well my Mm -hmm. role is in strategy but i i do find it quite creative because i'm not just copy and pasting someone else's job but i'm i am creating something from Mm. scratch just following kind of my instincts and my drive so that's how I would define it. Can I ask you about how your view of creativity changed throughout those different times in your life from like childhood to then going into business school and like graduating? I I don't think I knew that I was being creative when I was little. Once I got old enough to 
be conscious, be able to compare myself or understand like the weight of the word creativity and you know how that was often associated with someone who was good at drawing or painting. I think that's when I started feeling a little bit of oh like I don't know if I'm that person like I think that's when it became more aware and complex for me. I want to pull out a word you kind of mentioned there you said something about being good at the arts. I do feel like if you are considered a creative person, you have to be good at it. And I think that's where it gets a lot of people because ultimately everyone is a creative person, but because we associate the word good with being creative, we then think we're not creative. That's been a lot of learning and unlearning for me anyway. And it's just like only very recently that I guess I've realized that, oh, I, I, I am a creative person, you know, even though I'm not necessarily good at it. Yeah, no, that's such an interesting point. I guess there is mm-hmm. this like expected mastery. So with that, like I think it being more of a process than the yeah. output. And with that, it's having less pressure to make something that looks good or looks to what you want it to be, but just enjoying the act of making something or expressing yourself. And I also think less pressure on yourself. I feel like we are our harshest critic. You know, you're like, this is so ugly, but then that's because you're judging yourself so harshly. And if you're just enjoying the process, you're like, come what may, (laughs) or like whatever way, you know, any of the ages happens. Yeah. I definitely think that there's this perfectionism mentality that you have to fight against in order to just get something out there because that idea of it needing to be of a certain caliber or quality is so often the thing, the very thing that prevents you from even getting started in the first place. Yeah. Grace, do you want to chat to us about your little sketching hobby, how that started and, and how that made you get in touch a bit more of your creative side and just enjoy the process? Yeah, for sure. But wait, before we do that, I'm just really interested here, like how creativity like manifested in your childhood. So I think I've never, again, really labeled myself as a creative person. In childhood, I think there's less of that awareness or meta-awareness of what you're doing. So you're just doing the thing that is fun or playful. In my childhood, that took very much the form of like drawing, uh, all sorts of arts and crafts and, you know, just creative play. Mm -hmm. Like I remember a lot of my early childhood in primary school my friend and I used to just pretend we were horses and like that would be our lunchtime hour (laughs) but anyway I think I really loved all of that during my childhood and then maybe a bit earlier than when your realization came Grace Mm -hmm. I just got to a point of like I need to be practical I need to be rigorous and scientific and I started identifying as this like left brain analytic person from like high school and then all throughout my university and first career so yeah definitely interesting to hear kind of parallels in our stories Mm. how about you Daph? For me I would say growing up my parents also put me in drawing classes I also did ballet Mm. and I also did piano wow such an Asian kid Um, (laughs) but they were all very much I felt very rigid there were things I needed Mm. to do. So they always felt like chores to me. Like I didn't really enjoy playing the piano, but I had to go for two piano lessons every Wednesday and Friday. So I think creativity was definitely a big part in my life, but it wasn't something that I thought Mm -hmm. about actively. It was something that I just had to do because that was what my timetable said to do. When I was 16, 17, once I had freedom, I gave up all of those things. And similar to June, I 
never really thought I was a creative person, although I did do dance well into my early 20s. But even then, I never thought dance was like a creativity thing. I thought it was more Mm -hmm. just like a fitness thing. And it's been an interesting process and journey to really understand what it means or understand the terminology being creative because I wouldn't be Mm. I wouldn't comfortably say that I am a creative person it's almost as if all of us had to unlearn this very rigid Mm -hmm. definition of creativity being like an excellent painter Mm -hmm. or like someone that's like really precise with their it's my career or yes yes exactly love to hear a little bit about as Daph mentioned, kind of the steps that happened more recently in the last year that helped you reconnect with your creative side. I I think what led me to pick up a pen and like start sketching was like Mm. a slow boil. After I graduated in uni, I I moved to Toronto and I spent four years just working in like the Mm. design industry there. And like, I just like worked my ass off in Toronto, like trying to be able to like pursue this craft and design strategy that I really <laughs> felt passionate about. But after four years of doing that, I found myself quite burnt out. And I, I just felt like I'm working at this company that I dreamt of. I, I have a really cute apartment in Toronto. I have like everything that I wanted, but I just don't feel inspired. And um, moving to London and living abroad in Europe was something that I always wanted to do. And I've never been to London, you know, I don't know anyone in London, but I just really wanted to do it. So back in December um, last year, I just quit my job and then moved to London in February. Like uprooting is hard and Mm -hmm. I knew that it was going to take a bit of a toll. But when I actually got here, like it was really, really, really hard. I just found myself like feeling really scared and... Although I had really good experiences under my belt, I was like, well, nobody knows me in the city. I was applying to jobs, not hearing back. I I hit a point where I felt really insecure about myself and my ability to navigate London. Mm -hmm. My daily schedule consisted of waking up, making breakfast, making a to-do list related to job hunting. And then I had like the rest of the day to myself. I would find myself at like 1pm being like, what the hell am I going to do with all this time? So I was like going to different coffee shops and like moving around London and seeing as much as I could. But I couldn't, you know, like hit up all the museums and hit up all the restaurants because like my anxiety was at a point where like I felt like on the verge of a panic attack. (laughs) Mm. I often found myself just sitting in a museum or sitting at a cafe with my journal. And I was just having like such a hard time relaxing. So I was like, you know what? I really need to stop worry about worrying about my future. This is just biting me in the in the butt. <laughs> so I, I just remember taking out my journal and starting to kind of like sketch what's in front of me. And genuinely, that was like my first like pen to paper moment of like sketching something in London. Really. In the experience of sketching, I just genuinely wasn't thinking about anything. I was just focusing on what was what I was capturing at the moment, what I was looking at. The act of doing this helps me manage my anxiety a little bit. Upon discovering that, I ended up doing it almost every day. Wherever I am, there's something that I can sketch. There was that huge anxiety relieving value of it that I discovered. But at the same time, it was really exciting because 
I would start sketching and I was like, I have no idea what this is going to look like at the end. I almost found mm. myself quite excited at this uncertainty or this, this process where I was like, oh, I have no idea what I can do here. And exploring that was like yeah. so refreshing. Mm. And then of course the pandemic happened and I found myself like, or my mm-hmm. mental health, like being even more shook than um, before. Mm-hmm. In some ways, yeah. I think it was a bit of therapy and it was my way of, like slowing down my thoughts and um, actively doing something to kind of combat all these anxious and ruminating thoughts that I had about my future. And I'm still doing it and I still find it really helping me in, in all, the, all the ways that I've kind of described. That's awesome. It's such a beautiful story. You got into a good flow meditative state where mm. you are focused on the moment. I think that's a big part which we lack in our t- today's world where everyone's constantly, what's the next thing I need to do? Or I'm always looking on my phone. And it's so nice that I guess you found it through sketching and drawing. And I think maybe not, it didn't necessarily start out as like, I want to be creative. It was something mm. that you use as a mechanism to help you with how you're feeling. And then through it, you found ways to be creative mm-hmm. for sure for yeah. sure i just want to say i think it's incredibly brave of you to have like gone to london with zero contacts to begin with there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. One thing that you said that really made me think was like this idea of doing something and repeating the process. For me, at least, one thing that really hinders my creativity is this need to be like completely original. Initially, I start out drawing a thing and I want to make another version of it, but I I don't want to do the same thing. So then I'll be like, how can I make it better? It just is a real struggle for me, this desire for it to be better and better. (laughs) I can resonate with that. I, I created an Instagram account where I was taking a photo of my sketch and then I started following a bunch of other illustrators and sketchers and I was like, oh like what I'm doing doesn't seem that special and then I was like does that matter no and Mm. it it is really tricky Mm. to kind of I guess stop your inner dialogue from going further Mm -hmm. and further we all know it's just like the act of doing it that brings us the most joy but it is hard it is hard in the day of Instagram and it's so easy to just kind of compare and like draw those observations back to your work and be critical of it but also remember instagram is a lie someone probably drew 100 things before it got put up onto instagram that is so true this is so true even if it's the one thing like you see it in a second but it could have taken like a hundred hours for them to work and deliberate on social media always It definitely has a role, but yeah, with creativity, it can both be like really encouraging to see other people, but then also it's hard to not fall down the track of comparing yourself Mm -hmm. and like wanting to show that you can also do something. Just on the topic of needing to be original, I, I wanted to contrast that with our experiences during childhood. Whenever I think about the times that I was creative, it was never about like the outcome or even the process, it was always so playful. It's just the feeling of you're doing something and, mm-hmm. and that creation 
and that moment is just such an enjoyable thing that you want to do it again and again and I think that's the point where I feel like I've started to rediscover it again in my adult life Mm. but then some of those things that we mentioned earlier of like wanting it to be a particular quality or like wanting to be better at it mm-hmm. like those thoughts start hindering it but when you get to a point of play I do think there is like a lot there that helps so I have a question I guess for the both of you if people were listening to this how would you recommend someone get in touch with their creative side I think something to pay attention to is perhaps Find yourself being able to spend lots of time in or wanting to make more time for. Mm-hmm. Is there something that instinctually that you just want to be able to spend more time on versus things like work mm-hmm. and all these other things? You know, like a creative activity or outlet that you just need as a person. And maybe that is cooking. Maybe that is photography. Your gut around what you want to spend more time around is always kind of pointing towards the right direction. And I wonder if that is something that is linked to creativity. Mm-hmm. And then I think second, drawing back to what we talked about, how we struggle at struggling. Yeah. Because what if, you know, you really let go of all these expectations around what the output should be and you just like followed your instinct to just do do the thing. Like, I wonder if that would kind of present creative opportunities for people. Beautiful. June? Yeah, I guess everything Grace said. The only thing that I would just reiterate is unlearning that very strict definition of creativity Mm -hmm. and finding what creativity is for you. So recognizing first you are a creative person whether you're an accountant with a cpa recognize you are a creative person and then yeah recognizing what ways that manifests for you even if it's very small okay (laughs) i'm just wondering if like this is like a really meta like conversation (laughs) no it's actually it's actually not i actually feel like there's been a very good strong correlation in terms of themes that we've talked about so a lot of it is like redefining what creative means to you a lot of it is around expectations on yourself or what we perceive being creative is and then I guess the other one is just start just do it you know if you feel in your gut that you enjoy Mm collecting pebbles that's creative you should just do it yeah that is so true and i feel like people don't talk about these things people don't really talk about the inner thoughts (laughs) you know very much yeah i find that that's a struggle with the instagram creativity because you don't see that like inner dialogue Mm -hmm. that led to that thing Mm -hmm. people want to see the end goal and i think that's the way we've been fed social media it's like instant hit and then you move on to the next thing and then you think everyone is so great at all these things Mm -hmm. and they spend minimal time but we don't know what happens behind the scene yep any final thoughts grace i think there is something quite empowering that to kind of bring yourself back and acknowledging that like we're inherently all creative like hearing your kind of similar but also different stories about it reminds me that this is something that's really important exploring investing and having like less expectations from yourself especially this year when like it's already so difficult and this could be a huge opportunity for player escapism right so like why should we ruin that for ourselves by you know adding pressure or adding layers of expectation like we should really allow ourselves to just enjoy the process as it is lots of reflective thoughts but um that's that's all for me probably awesome thank you so much grace for chatting to us i really enjoyed our meta talks i love those those are like the best sort of conversations (laughs) 
Yeah. Afterwards, I'm going to go away and draw. (laughs) (laughs) So now's the part of our podcast that we call Frequently Asked Questions. Grace, first question. (laughs) What's something that you've done so far that you're really proud of? Um, If I were to look back, it would be probably things that were very sometimes irrational things but things that felt right to my gut or right to my instinct that I followed you know moving to London is probably one of that now being here I I know I was right and my gut was right and Mm. things like that are are (laughs) things I'm most proud of all right second question what's one thing you would recommend someone or everyone try um, I guess before they turn dirty. Perhaps like taking yourself less seriously. A few weeks back, I I got a tattoo of like a hair. A hair? Like a hair on your head or a rabbit hair? Like a bunny. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I just really wanted to do it. This makes no sense. There's no meaning behind this. I just want the damn thing. But like mm-hmm. I was looking for reasons why I should have it and I was like why am I taking myself so seriously like who cares if I have this thing on my body that I might regret (laughs) later on like I just really want it right now and like Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna get it moments like that or like chats like that with yourself is so important just have fun and you know one of my favorite like Anthony Bourdain quotes who's like my forever crush is that like your body's not a temple it's a roller coaster that's like one of my favorite quotes and um so yeah, I tried, I think, yeah, everyone should just have, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Last question. Something you'd like to say to your 40-year-old self? So like, there's like a few things that I've wanted to do, but I just haven't gotten around to do. And I hope by the time I'm 40, like would have just like lived my life by just actioning things and going for it and just being a little bit brave. I really want to perform more. Like I want to go back to doing music. There is like a small dream in me to like become a tattoo artist. Mm. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. I see it. Yeah, I just, I hope, you know, I would have kind of ventured that out for myself, whether it's worked out or not. I just wish that, you know, I'd give myself more permission to just explore myself rather than stopping because of life reasons. Grace, this has been a delightful conversation in so many ways, inspiring, but also just really refreshing to hear the journey that you've taken in creativity. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a pleasure. Next week, we are continuing our conversation on creativity, but with a slight different twist. We're interviewing the lovely with Wendy who has a YouTube on DIY and sewing and she's going to talk to us about taking creative risks. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you again, Grace, for joining us on this. Uh, remember to follow us on Instagram and rate and review us on Apple. Wait, one more thing. Grace, do you want to plug your Instagram? <laughs> My shameless plug. Please. <laughs> <laughs> it's at Minjin Sketches. We'll link it in the bio. So don't worry. Everyone, check out Grace's sometimes great, sometimes not so great sketches. And give her some love. <laughs> but always meditative. Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thank you. Bye.